This is the Judge Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is the U.S. Representative for California's 50th Congressional District. Please join me in welcoming Congressman Daryl Issa to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Let me tell you a moment about the congressman. Uh, He represents uh, California's 50th Congressional District, as I said. Uh, But he is uh, an individual who has done uh, a great deal uh, before he went to Congress. He was a businessman. He was someone uh, who became the nation's largest manufacturer of vehicle anti-theft and auto security devices. Uh, And uh, he is a senior member of the House Judiciary Committee and House Foreign Affairs Committee. Uh, You may recall that a few years back, he was chairman of government oversight uh, and government reform. uh, And uh, he's been on a lot of committees and he's done a lot uh, for the people of this country. Uh, He is now demanding that White House officials and big tech companies preserve records pertaining to the suppression of Hunter Biden's story. So let's welcome Congressman Issa. Uh, Congressman, thanks for being with us today. Um, What do you expect to gain by demanding the preservation of records from various individuals as it relates to Hunter Biden and the laptop? Well, Judge, it does two things. One, it puts uh, the attorney general on notice that, uh, you know, we we think these are important. Uh, These these are all documents. These are all parts of an investigation that should have begun. uh, the, The first part of it should have begun in 2019. You know, the FBI had Hunter Biden's uh, laptop, uh, which runs the gambit from things that the public should never see that are disgusting to uh, the, the things that the public needs to be aware of, which is the insider activities that were going on uh, by this man uh, in, using his father as a, uh, a full partner in his efforts, both in China and in Russia, Ukraine, and that related area, uh, to profit, to profit by the millions. And it's well laid out in there. But then there's the second part of the story, and that's where many of these preservation letters are going. As you know, uh, when, when the New York Post unveiled, if you will, this mm-hmm. years after it should have been uh, already being used by the FBI, the FBI appears to have systematically, with the assistance of uh, the, the media, both the conventional media, who, who basically got gagged, and uh, the media like uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook, who yeah. gagged them, mm-hmm. they basically made this story disappear. It was, it was actually so Soviet Union to yeah. have a story one day on the New York Post, and the next day you couldn't find the story that's a that's a separate uh, investigation, and it's the more important one because it goes to the heart of the First Amendment. Right. I agree with that. You know, and it is amazing. And my understanding, Congressman, is that, uh, you know, Joe Biden won, they say, by 51 percent and 50 percent of his voters say that they never heard about the uh, the laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop. As you described, it was pretty much suppressed on social media and the uh, the mainstream media. Uh, but of those of those 50 percent, 10 percent said had they known they wouldn't have voted for him. That might have changed a presidential election. So they they really had a big sway by covering the whole thing up. Am I am I accurate there or am I misreading the numbers? No, you're ex- 
you're extremely accurate. Had they known that the vice president flew his son around, uh, a known drug user, a person who had been thrown out of the military, flew him around and helped him get multi-million dollar contracts, and some of the details that we now have because of this laptop, uh, there's no question it would have changed many votes. And let's remember, four years earlier, uh, that and, I, and I'll call it what it is, pretty disgusting uh, video, uh, the so-called Bush video, that got out and it got aired and it didn't get suppressed. The fake news, the false statements about Russian collusion, it got out. It not only didn't get uh, suppressed, it didn't get proven to be a lie for three more years. So in the past, these October surprises have been well aired and they've been they've been an important part of people's decisions. In this case, one that was true was deliberately suppressed, even though the Department of Justice, the FBI, knew it was true. And when the New York Post, one of the oldest and and largest newspapers in the country, said that it was true and they verified it, they got shut down even to the extent that their entire media system was impacted. You know, the interesting part of it is the New York Post, as you say, is a longstanding newspaper. Uh, and, you know, they wouldn't have printed it, Congressman Issa, unless, you know, if they were going to be sued for slander. And as all the Democrats came out and they said Russian misinformation, Russian mis- disinformation, I don't know, miss, dis, who cares? Uh, and, you know, but nobody sued the Post. Obviously, I mean, you know, they didn't sue. But so now now what what will happen? So we hear that Hunter Biden's getting a gun and the Secret Service went with him to get a gun that his girlfriend, I don't know if his brother's his dead brother's wife, they threw it in a garbage can. He lied on the pistol permit application when it came to drug use, said, no, I never used drugs. The kid was thrown out of the military for, for dishonorably discharged, I believe. Um, and and. And we it's a what do we do now? What where do we go from here? Well, we follow the facts and we make sure and it's going to be difficult that the facts get made public. Now, that might be increasingly difficult as Twitter either throttles or shuts off people like Jim Jordan, myself and others. But if we have to go on radio, if we've got to go on TV, if we've got to have our own podcast, if we've got to buy our own servers, whatever it takes to keep getting the truth out, that's a process we're involved in. Right now, the first step is to create an environment in which further destruction of of information will, in fact, be an obstruction of Congress. You know, we're not taking the majority, if we do, until January 3rd of next year. But these notices, these notices create, as you know, as a criminal prosecutor, it creates a pattern of behavior in response. These people have it. Now, we would prefer that Merrick Garland do his job, uh, that in fact, that he react to this. We would prefer that the IRS not sweep under the table income tax evasion. We'd prefer a lot of things. But in the world we live in, what I can do is be a watchdog, and that's what I'm doing. Well, Congressman Issa, I I wish you a lot of luck, and I think the American people are entitled to know, uh, you know, what shenanigans are going on, especially when all those countries that they're involved in, uh, Russia, China, Ukraine, are, you know, front burner news. Congressman Darrell Issa, good luck. God bless. All right. Thank you. And next, I don't want you to forget commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers Foundation. 
T2T.org. That's T2T.org.